Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm my, your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah, for a, for a Monday evening. How are you doing this evening? I feel stuffed. Stuffed? Not, yeah, not just because I ate dinner, but because <laughs> there was this day that I call yeah. Thursday. Yeah. And so much freaking stuff happened on Thursday. Mm-hmm. That it just took over my entire weekend, and mm-hmm. it it was the most. It was see, this is what a comic con is supposed to be like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is like comic con, DC fandom, uh, and everything else. New York Comic Con all rolled up into one. <laughs> It's just, it was it was an insane day, and there were a bunch of other things going on. I know the Game Awards was happening that same day, mm-hmm. as well as the, um, Cyberpunk got dropped. Yep. And so there was just an overindulgence of riches. <sighs> and, and it was really sad, because was it the day before or that morning when Cobra Kai Season 3 trailer dropped? It was that same morning. Uh, if I recall, I'm pretty sure it was that same morning. I had to go back and look and see when I when I posted it on our on our page. But I, I want to say I, I did put that trailer uh, Thursday morning because I, you know and it makes sense too. Why, of course, you know we had the the WB news earlier, mm-hmm. uh, but but it was a lot of news like front loaded in the week. And then you know, of course, when we talked about Disney Investor Day last week, whenever we recorded. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, it, it makes total sense. Now, everybody wanted to get their stuff out because <laughs> whenever this thing drops, whatever it was going to be, and I know we speculated on it, and, you know, we we, 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 we touched on this. We only scratched, barely scratched the surface from what we speculated on into what we actually got um, for Disney Investor Day. Yeah, I, I, I knew there would be stuff. I I did not expect this amount. Yeah. Um, but to go back on to Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, I watched a good amount of the trailer, and then I got scared of kind of overindulging on it, so of knowing mm. too much, so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks good. It looks it good. Does. It does look good. I I watched the entire trailer, and and. I did. I, I haven't rewatched it since it moved from YouTube over to to Netflix. But the one thing that this series, well, at least the first two seasons, I, is that when in watching the trailer, I, I realized how damn good that show actually really is. Yeah. Because whenever I was seeing all the all the moments in the trailer. All the things that happened in the first two seasons came back to me present. You know, forward of mind and and then of course seeing how things were going to be uh, unfold this upcoming season and and of course Crete you know coming back and and taking over Cobra Kai at the end of season two and and of course the whole incident that happened at the school with Miguel and yeah it was just like oh yeah oh this this is why I you know, so, you know, obviously you and I watched it first run before it got picked up by Netflix. But I, 
it's one of those things. I guess you know how you were we were saying like with the with the Mandalorian, how folks felt with like Star Wars Rebels with Thrawn and stuff. Right. That's how, that's the feeling I had uh, seeing how people were reacting to, to to the season three trailer and Cobra Kai the this year because I felt like oh yeah I got you know I got on it on the front end so I had that 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 fresh thing and now everybody else is learning more you know been exposed to the series and and they're getting to it now so yeah I, mean, I, I thought it was a really good trailer I thought it really set up things for what's going to happen yeah you know it definitely did some foreshadowing as far as how the story is going to go but you know how it is with trailers they'll hopefully they'll tease a little bit but but they didn't put everything out there yeah i i like the buddy cop part mm. yeah and that's yeah. that's the thing that this show has to walk a very fine line to achieve is these two characters who have this rivalry stemming all the way back to high school mm-hmm. now they don't like each other but the audience loves to watch them interact. Yeah. (laughs) You have to force those moments. And some of the best episodes of one and two is when they actually hang out and they get along and then, you know, events happen and Mm -hmm. circumstances change and they're enemies again. Yep. Um, So I, I really like how maybe we're going to get more than just one episode this season of that um, because they both um, are, were, were involved with the what happened at the school and and overall the trailer I think what it did very nicely is that it reminded you of everything that happened in that final that season two finale mm-hmm. and then it just set you up for okay and now here's probably the first five minutes of the first episode to show you where all of these kids are after that right. And this is what the story we're going to tell this season and how we're going to get there. Another interesting thing is kind of funny is also um, they they do an in-review series and they're right now going through all of the Karate Kid movies. And mm-hmm. then they're going to do Cobra Kai seasons um, leading up to season three. So um, watching them react or not react, but review those movies kind of was like a good pre appetizer for watching the season three trailer and starting to get amped up for Cobra Kai again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I, you know, it really, whenever I saw that it was coming in January, I was like, really? I, you know, it, it, it did catch me a little bit off guard there because I mean, I knew that they had been filming and they were, I think they were able to get back into production, uh, and all but uh i i wasn't expecting it to to be so so soon so yeah so that i was, was relieved was that sorry i i was i was immediately thought of you and i said <laughs> oh we we'll be fine in january for Club. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep exactly I, yeah exactly we we definitely will have uh we, yeah we're, we're already it's like okay uh, we got to start scheduling the weeks again instead of uh just one show and trying to you know fill in in with news but now we got we have a, a couple of shows to, to to talk about so it'll be it'll be really good <laughs> a couple of shows a couple of movies like i 
we'll, we'll get there. It'll be a very surreal spring, much like this. these past several months have been very surreal. Um, but it's been a pleasure to to once a week still touch base with you. Yeah. And, and and grab on to any content we could have found. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We I will say we we have grown as a show, grown as podcasters. So uh, with this with this pandemic, every every like like everyone else, we have we have adapted and and adjusted and and make making hopefully entertaining and good stuff out of out of you know what we've been dealing with the last year. <laughs> Keeping folks entertained. The mantle. You know, yeah, yeah. kind of like somebody else we know who's going to be picking up a mantle also in January. Mm. Um, and and Will, I have to say, I I was so excited for Batwoman. I still am. I don't get me wrong, guys. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I am very excited for Batwoman. It's just really hard <laughs> after <laughs> the Disney collision. Yeah. That occurred. <laughs> you remember, you have all of your favorite DC shows, and I know it's so strange to hear me say favorite and DC in the same sentence, but it's true. Yep, yep, <laughs> Returning it's true. in January and February when all of this other stuff is also happening. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. It, it's yeah. I, I know it's it's going to be quite the challenge, but uh, but. Batwoman trailer did drop this past week. It did. Yeah. What you think? Um, I honestly remember very few things. <laughs> There's only a few things that you need to remember from it anyway. Well, you don't have to be judgmental about it. I'm not being judgmental. I'm being honest. I mean, I'll, you, you go ahead and I'll, I'll tell you what, at least what I, what I think are the, the highlights of that trailer. I, um, see, now it feels like a test. (laughs) This is is last week when we were talking Mandalorian all again, all over again. (laughs) Although, that was your turn. I (laughs) opened that test. That was my test for you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, I felt. (laughs) Um, to me, I think part of the reason why I have such a mental block besides everything else we just talked about is that. I don't need a trailer to get hyped for this season. Okay. Um, DC fandom did that for me. Gotcha. Uh, season one finale did that for me. Mm-hmm. And and just the knowing the potential and previous discussions we've had about what they could end up doing this season. I don't need to get a trailer to get hyped. I just need a trailer to remind me that they're doing this and we will get something <laughs> soon. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, point, but, fair point. But what were your key highlights that I just blanked on? Uh, for me, the two things that stood out to me, obviously, and it is the the Batmobile and seeing Javicia suited up, not with the red wig, but with her on take on the costume, mm. and just seeing that image. Coming, you know, live there and really like, and I, I completely agree with you that really didn't need a trailer to get excited for this upcoming season because I'm already there. Right. But it, but it, 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 it really 
and as we were just, just just talking about, it really brought it home that yes, we are actually going to be getting this show and 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 new content and 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 really getting back into this world of Gotham and learning about a new character and and, and someone who I feel you know as much as I I, I did enjoy Ruby and Kate. And Alice storyline and stuff. Just the places they can go with this new character, Ryan Welder. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, you know, as we discussed before, I think this trailer really brought that home. Mm-hmm. As far as it's like, oh yeah, yes, Kate's off missing. Yeah, we saw the headline in the trailer, and and she's not dead. But the how the supporting characters are going to deal with that. How does Ryan get integrated with with Lucius, not Luke, with with Luke Fox? And uh, sorry, I had a, I, I was thinking about the other news from last week about future Batman with uh, Lucius's other son <laughs> becoming Batman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, it was a full week last week, y'all. Uh, but uh, but yeah, but those 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 were the kind of things and kind of vibes that really for me seeing that trailer just got me like okay January seventeenth let's get here uh, yeah. because you know we'll have Wandavision on the fifteenth we got Batwoman the seventeenth so it's just like yeah this is January is going to be great <laughs> it's going to be a great month and and as much as I I'm talking about being overwhelmed yeah. and almost wondering if it's gonna um, if it's just going to be exhausting, I think the show's premieres are all set up a little bit scattered. So there's some, some time to breathe and to yeah. take it all in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these CW verse, we, we've gone a very long time without these shows and, you know, honestly, will it kind of went quickly. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of crazy that January is just here because I remember when they announced the return dates and I'm like, ah, oh, it's so far away. Yeah, yeah. Was, we're here. yeah, we're here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Um, and then the other headline that dominated um, for, for what feels like the last year um, and, and it's becoming the best pun in the world um, <laughs> just when you think that DC can claim something because I, I remember a time when it was all of these announcements for everyone in Hollywood has a part in Suicide Squad part two yeah yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all knowing they're gonna get five minutes of screen time before they get killed yep <laughs> um but but Marvel is just like no no DC you can't have anything for your own so we're just gonna we're gonna come and steal that because now we're gonna make all, and spread all of these rumors and make all of these announcements about every person ever affiliated with a Spider-Man franchise yeah. is somehow some way going to show up in the next Spider-Man movie. Yep. And yeah. so. I have a lot of distrust, Will. <laughs> you don't know what's real and what's not real. And it's play. it went to a place that's very personal for me. And so I just, is, is Charlie Cox confirmed or is that a rumor? 
everything that I have seen so far is is still rumor. But I, I want to say the outlet that did break it has had been batting pretty pretty well lately on on their rumors. Okay. Uh, so I, I think it was it may have been the same outfit that was able to scoop the uh, set photos for Hawkeye. Ooh, and that is thought, really- Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say it was that uh, Murphy's Multiverse, I think is what they're called. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was them that it wasn't like Cosmic News or we got it covered. You know, it wasn't one of, you know, because those, those folks are just like you know, total clickbait. But it was one of those sites that has been really solid on getting Marvel information correct. So I think it was that site that said that broke the news about Charlie Cox and possibly coming back as Daredevil. And then there was also God, like you said, every, I mean, it was confirmed about Alfred Molina. I think the studio did confirm that, that Doc Ock is coming back. Yeah. And yeah. That so one? that was, yeah. And that was also in the trade. So that one was, that one definitely confirmed. Of course, you know, Jamie Foxx, as well, yep. uh, we all the villains that all we of, quote loved. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think Andrew Garfield is also confirmed. Uh, and but I think and, and Kristen Dunst, I think also is confirmed. If I recall from, I think I actually saw that one in like Variety or Deadline or something like that. So, so I think that was confirmed. But Toby McGuire, no, I think no. As of right now, no. Uh, Emma Watson. Uh, Emma Watson? Not Emma Watson. I'm sorry. Emma Stone. Uh, sorry, Emma Stone. Uh, she plays Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> that's where I. I, I, I no, um, no, she doesn't. No, oh, she, she doesn't. plays Gwen Stacy. That's right. She's. Yeah, yeah. That's right. In the in the Andrew Garfield one. That's right. Yeah. See, there's so many multiverses. I'm getting like I'm getting tangled. We haven't. We hell. We haven't even gotten to like Disney Day yet. <laughs> So a part of me yeah. very intrigued. Yeah. Um, but there's this other fairly large part of me where I'm just sitting here looking at all these pieces, Will, putting them together and just mm-hmm. thinking to myself, what? why are they doing this? Why are they doing this when, if, I don't know, a year or two ago, a little tiny film called Into the Spider-Verse came out? Yep, that's Anna. correct. Yep. And, Alice. Yep. And so, and now they're going to do the Peter Parker version of it. Yeah. So there was a there was a comic book storyline that did have the a multiverse of of Peter Parker's uh, some some time ago, and so there there is that you know uh, even though this is Sony and and not Marvel Studios. Well, I guess it's, you know, Marvel Studios in partnership with Sony. Uh, you know, obviously they always take touches from the comics and and and, and make it to their own. So uh, I think this Spider-Man Three multiverse um, storyline, which you know, which was teased in in, in Far From Home, mm-hmm. uh, so with Mysterio. So I think they're just bringing it forward, especially given that we, we do have Dr. Strange in, in this installment, uh, given he's becoming the, mul- 
mentor for for Peter. So at least at least uh, Tom Holland's Peter. So you know, I think this is just opening up again that doorway to the multiverse. And even if it's just five minutes with some of these characters, you know, I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I I hear you. I just, for whatever reason, if this movie was being put together before Into the Spider-Verse and was mm-hmm. released before, yeah. I would be a lot more hyped. Yeah. I would be a lot more like, oh my God, I can't believe they did are doing this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the, it's it's ne- my excitement, and I will be shocked. I will be shocked if um, if they pull it off in a way that doesn't duplicate into the Spider Verse, but still almost parallels it, where where you get all of those emotional feels and all of those callbacks, and everything makes makes sense. Yeah. So it's just. Spider-Man is the is one of those characters we all love and mm-hmm. has such a like an important role in this genre, and yet they 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 it's like they can't get the third movie. I mean, the first yeah. <laughs> guys, the third movie was the worst one. It yep. it stopped, put a halt on the fourth one. Then in the second franchise, second one wasn't even good enough to warrant a third movie. Yeah. And so I'm very scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am too. I am too. It's, uh, you know, again, with with bringing Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus, bringing Jamie Foxx's Electro back. I mean, it, 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 it totally sma- it, 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 it means that they're doing the multiverse. I mean, it, I mean, that, there's just no way around it. Um, but you're right. It, it does concern me uh, that... If done correctly, it will it will you know it will strengthen strengthen Tom Holland's Spider Man moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And and I think if, if and I think that's sort of the idea with with bringing these other Peters back to because at this point, obviously, Toby, if he does come back, will be an older Peter Parker and can give lessons to younger Peter. Andrew Garfield's, you know, not too far. Not too much older than Tom Holland's Spider-Man at this point. But again, it's like Into the Spider-Verse. And again, you're right. I'm with you. I think if they had done this pre-Into into the Spider-Verse, I, it, I, it would be like, this is so dope. But now it's kind of like, eh, you, you know, you, you, we always say you can only pull this all one time. <laughs> and and yep. it seems like they've done it already. Yeah. 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 But... They also seem to be doing like a we a different version where it's a combination between Into the Spider Verse and also Sinister Six. Yeah, true. Um, but now that we've pleasantly wasted about twenty minutes talking about all of this, <laughs> <laughs> haven't even really touched on any of these other announcements. Oh, I think gosh. you might want to move on. Yeah, let's let's move on. Yeah, and talk about Star Wars. Okay. Because during the stakeholder meeting that Disney held on Thursday, um, they just went all in on Star Wars. Mandalorian, as everyone knows, has kind of reignited 
um, a love affair the public has with this franchise and Mm -hmm. um, recent episodes um, and characters um, people just want to go all in on. So they kind of did a thing where they confirmed a lot of projects we already knew about. More confirmation, more affirmation on when those will get released. And then they also made new announcements. Um, so we got, we're getting Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Did they, did they mention a date? I, uh, they- I did not recall a date, but I know they just basically said they were announcing, what was, what was it, 10 new Star Wars items at the investor meeting. Right. And that was and one. Then, right. Yeah. So that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everyone has known that for weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no surprise there. <laughs> Obi-Wan was already announced, but again, just reaffirmed this is happening. Are they currently shooting? I believe they are go- they're scheduled to start next month. Okay. Okay. And then and and the big thing that came out of this was the confirmation that not only is Ewan McGregor back. We already knew that. Hayden Christensen will also appear as Vader in this series. Yes. Yes. Ten years. Yeah, so this series is based ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously he is Hey, obviously Christensen is back, and of course there's a lot of speculation whether or not is he force Ghost, well, not Force Ghost, but you know, like what we saw in, in the new trilogy with you know projections of each other, you know, of persons like Ray and and Ben and, and Kylo were able to do. Will that be the kind of interactions that Obi Wan and Darth Vader will have? And also, the other thing I was thinking too, I know they announced Hayden's coming back, uh, but also, does this also mean James Earl Jones will be coming back as well if it is? Vader in in the Vader costume, and so so you know, so there's that aspect of it as well. So I, you know, once if we if we hear word that you know James Earl Jones is recording lines, then we know that then we know we'll see the obviously Vader as in the Vader suit, uh, but also I mean maybe Christensen will. You know, project himself as his idealized version of himself to, to Obi Wan. So it, it'll uh, it'll be curious to see how they they pull that off. But uh, yeah, I'm just happy for him to get a second chance to to, to make up for make up for the first trilogies. <laughs> well, it's surprising that he even wanted to come back. Yeah. Given everything you hear about that set and and also the backlash he's probably mm-hmm. been getting. I mean. Um, not everyone can pull a Natalie Portland. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Portman yeah, that's true. kind of thing. So, yeah. but no, I, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Like that announcement does make me a little bit more interested, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you, you, you really, you, you want to know if they're going to make things right or if they're going to screw it up more you know yeah. it's, it's yeah. a show either way <laughs> yeah yeah but you just you're like huh interesting interesting and 
and and we'll see we'll see there's there's some yeah. history there so yeah and, and another thing i saw today speaking of uh people returning uh another site that's been batting pretty well which we'll get to that shortly when we talk about lando uh kessel run transmissions uh reported that uh, tamura Mor- morrison uh, will be returning but will be be also in the obi-wan show didn't know didn't say what character he will be playing and obviously given that the, the time frame here he could easily be any one of four or five characters but uh, that was another thing that I saw today, uh, possible uh, return of either Boba Fett or Commander Cody, or well, obviously it won't be Jango Fett because Jango was, was uh, oh, capitated. I thought I, I thought I saw that Boba Fett was going to be in this. I, yeah, I have to go back and look at, I didn't listen, I just read the report, I didn't read, I didn't see the, um, the I didn't watch the actual um clip from their from their youtube channel but uh i just i, I read it secondhand from another from from comicbook.com that they were that he was going to be in the series um but didn't say what but didn't say what character he was going to be playing so yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i saw a headline that boba fett was in yeah. the series but we'll see yeah. um they also made an announcement about rangers of the new republic yep Set in the also set in the uh, Mandalorian timeline, and the other thing that Feige that uh, Kathleen Kennedy noted with this uh, with this series, of course, both of them, Ashoka and Rangers, done by Favreau and Filoni, and they were going to basically it's going to they're all tied in, and it's going to culminate into one big event at the end of their respective runs. So uh, we'll. So that's that's the other aspect of the story. But beyond that, uh, other than some just storylines that's happening in the current season of Mandalorian uh, with Cara Dune and, and some of the other people they've been bringing about that could be potential folks to show up in, in spinoffs, uh, they really didn't share much more about that new show. Wait, so... Sorry, backtrack. Yeah. Did you just yeah. say that this show is going to interconnect with Mandalorian and Ahsoka? Yeah, yeah it's, 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 a, okay. yeah, it's in the same timeline. Yep. Okay. Any other show? No. Uh, well, probably. Well, potentially. Well, since it's Favreau and Filoni, uh, you know, obviously Filoni may pull back some more characters from Clone Wars. That oh, maybe. Well, yeah, but that, that doesn't. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, but those. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's that was Kathleen. Yeah, that was the big takeaway from from that because they uh, that they were going to both those two show the two spinoff Mandalorian spinoffs were set in the same time period and that they would uh, have some crossover and at the end they would culminate in, in a in a grand event when these shows respective shows finished their runs. And then they're doing Lando. Yep. Yeah, and Lando was that, and again, that was a the, the you know we saw the rumor earlier this year about Donald Glover, and I think it was that Kessel Run folks that I was mentioning uh, earlier who, who who speculated on the who said there was a Lando show coming, uh, but uh, again, this this wasn't much details given, all that other than the who was the um, I guess creative team behind it uh, during during the Disney um investor meeting 
And so it could go any way. I mean, it, it could be Donald. It could be, you know, it could be an animated thing. It could be live action. There was really not much details about what it is going to look like, except that it's going in pre-production. Yeah, God forbid they make 10 announcements and give hour-long presentations for yeah. each one of them. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a different part of Disney yeah. had anything to say or announce. Yeah. Not even talking Marvel. <laughs> yeah, hell, we talk about hell FX on Hulu. I mean, you know, with with Atlanta, which is, they did announce that that was, you know, the next season was going to be coming. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. They they also are going to produce a droid st- story, which is going to be a, an animated show, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. So that is, um, and then in a surprise that I don't think anybody could have seen coming is they are going to create a Star Wars anime show called Visions. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. You're right. That was. No, I don't think I, no one knew that they would go there, and that but the more. I think about it, the more it makes sense. Mm. Um, there, there is such a market for anime and, and there's also this great connection between the mythos Mm -hmm. that really, um, sparked ideas about star Wars and people, um, George Lucas drew inspiration from that, that I think, um, can really get tapped into it. I personally am not a big anime person. My brother is a huge one. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I tell him this, he's he's just going to be like, holy shit, we're yep. getting <laughs> an anime Star Wars show. So I, I'm, I, was, I was very impressed when they saw that. About as impressed when they also announced that Patty Jenkins yeah. will be directing Rogue Squadron. And she had a beautiful video yep. about it and how she's really drew inspiration from her father in this. And and I just, first of all, they're not going to screw her out of the third act um, because we all know. And we'll get to what <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of stuff to say next week. <laughs> and, and the fact that... She, like, I remember when Rogue One was announced. Mm-hmm. Everyone, in comparison to everything else, everyone was like, uh, oh, we don't know what it's going to be. They're going to tell that story. Why? And every, and a lot of people, I know that there's mix, people are mixed about it, but I remember watching it and leaving the theater and just being like, damn, yeah. that was a really good movie. Yep. I, it, it tugged on my heartstrings. It was a, it was quick it wasn't a part of a large saga or anything but it was a story and it was fascinating and so i i just can only imagine that this this movie is going to be either on par or mm-hmm. surpass that one yeah yeah so i i'm with you on that when you know you're right there was a her the little announcement that she did because I, I was watching it real time uh when i was able to catch a little bit of the uh, investor meeting and saw her saw that trailer and stuff and then when i when i when i saw it was patty and 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 like you said with what the inspiration for for her wanting to direct a film like that and this in this particular project get is giving her the opportunity to do so 
I, yeah, I was just like, okay, get me there. Twenty, I think it's, it's supposed to be around what twenty twenty two. I believe this one may uh, may drop. So, uh, so yeah, I was very excited about it you know, with Rogue Squadron, of course. Like, obviously, we, we know there's there's no Rogue One because of obviously what we saw at the movie that you that you noted. But Rogue Squadron, of course, is Luke Skywalker's and Wedge and Tilly's. Uh, squadron, and there was a comic book uh, and, and, and novels based off of the the Rogue Squadron, and and so and of course people are like, well, you got you know how can you have Rogue Squadron without Luke? But I mean, they you know Wedge was the commander of of that group when Luke really went off into more the Jedi um, route and 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 other things during the Alliance, and told some great stories. I, have, I still have some of the comic books from. Uh, Rogue Squadron, and you know, so I'm, I'm excited to see what they do, that what she, what she will do with this particular story, and uh, again, setting as you noted, you can set stories even within the, that time period of the uh, Skywalker saga, like like a Rogue One. Now you can do a Rogue Squadron, and if you, you can you can tell these stories, and 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 it be be amazing. So, you know, I think she has a lot of good source material that she can work from to really craft a, a wonderful story and, you know, and put her vision to it as far as her direction. Yeah, I think um, that movie and also Andor, mm. um, the series that will also be coming within the next few years, is um, they, they both have the ability to tap into a part of this universe that people are drawn to, and it's the 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 um, military aspect. Mm -hmm. the, these are soldiers um, who some are with the the rebels, and some are with the empire and their allegiances. And the fact of the matter is, they're at war. Um, their wars take place up in space. Our wars right. take place on land. Um, so. But it's very relatable in terms of tragedy and um, conquest and and um, um, sacrifice. Yeah. So I mean, and that's what really blew everyone away about Rogue One is this is their version of Saving Private Ryan. This yeah. is their big moment, and mm -hmm. um, and and that's. Andor and Rogue Squadron will really be able to to tie into that, which makes me excited because that's something that I think is m so much more relatable um, yeah. than some of the other aspects of um, this franchise. But that being said, I like how with these announcements, it's ten freaking announcements. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah, it doesn't feel too repetitious. No, because. Th th we still have two more. Um, there's also the Acolyte, mm -hmm. which from what I hear is is going to take place like way in the past. Yeah, it's like, past. it's like yeah, it's like a hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, and so I I have a feeling that's gonna deal a lot more with the Jedi and that more more of the mythos of 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 that aspect mm -hmm. that um 
part I keep saying mythos, and I really need to stop. Yeah, but, but you're but you're right. I mean, it is part of the lore. Uh, with this particular acolyte, I think it's one of the theories that's out there that it, it maybe will touch on uh, with the Sith and Darth Plagueis, and uh, which was a, one of the uh, characters from the the, the legacy uh, series. And and I know also, you know, obviously. Disney was not going to do anything when I have a massive tie into other things. But I think if I recall, there was, a, 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 I think, either young adult fiction or or a, some fiction, some book tie-ins that they were doing uh, for the this time period as well. So, again, there'll be other other sources of media that they, that they can build around this show that will be on Disney Plus. And, um, you know, and also... You know, with feature films, uh, we we uh, they're also announced that Taika Waititi was going to be doing his uh, film in the next batch of, of feature films, even though they're clearly pushing all the efforts on on Disney Plus at this point. But uh, they haven't completely given up on the feature film realm either. No, no, Disney made that very clear in yeah. this folder that they're not going to be WB and taking a different approach. Yeah. Um, but it goes back into what we were talking about last week, where they can afford to take mm-hmm. a different approach um, yeah. because of their content in comparison to um, HBO Max. It's still very different. <laughs> very different. Exactly. <laughs> um, not to say that one is better or one is worse. It's just it's just you're 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 paying for something different. Um, yeah. They they had a head start because mm-hmm. Disney Plus and building these shows um, was was in their plans last year. But yeah. with everything that happened this year, it kind of they kind of said, um, "We're just gonna go all in over here," you know, for a few yeah. years. Um, yep. We'll do films. We'll do films, but still, we're gonna try to raise the bar TV wise. Um, the last Star Wars announcement is the Bad Batch, which um, I believe again is an animated TV show that really mm-hmm. ties closely into Rebels. Uh, was it Rebels or I think the last season, season seven of Clone Wars? I always get them confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I mean, I. Um, I remember I haven't, I haven't made it to that point in the series yet in my, in my, uh, educating myself on the Clone Wars series, but, um, but, uh, I think it, it's the bad, obviously the clones, as we were talking about Boba Fett earlier, of course, Django had himself cloned and the, this is the bad batch of some of those clones that apparently have a very big part in the last season of of the animated sh- uh, show so uh this is their spinoff and um i think it's coming is it this year this upcoming year uh, well i have no idea yeah i, I, I mean it was just so i mean it's it, not on my radar <laughs> yeah I, I I can't remember either i mean it was just so much stuff that was announced and you know we were just talking disney we we're just talking Star Wars and Marvel, we hadn't even got, you know, we're not even going to try to attempt to talk about the FX on Hulu and all the other Disney live action stuff that, that, uh, that happened. Um, because, you know, 
We, yeah, we don't have four hours. So. <laughs> we really don't. So, no, we, we're not going to talk about everything yeah. that um, Disney announced because, yeah. Personally, I don't care about everything that they announced. I oh. care about a few things, but yeah, also yeah. time. Um, yeah, exactly. And there was Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Touch on The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 7. Okay. If you want to go there, I mean, why not? We're already in Star Wars. Yeah, anyway. section. Okay. All right. And I hate to disappoint the listeners because, no, I do not have the hilarious anecdotes about my viewing experience of The Believer. <laughs> I watched the episode. I did take a few notes. Not many notes because a very short episode. <laughs> it was a very short episode. Um, it was all right. <laughs> I, um, we got to see Pedro's face, yeah. which he's a beautiful man. Um, very, very proud of that. It, it was a very, in a way, it was kind of, it was um, disarmingly heartbreaking mm -hmm. because it almost took you, it really took, I think, a lot of us off guard that they went there. But then retrospectively, that's the point of this episode to to just prove to you how far Mando is willing to go to get back Grogu, um, the child. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it just, and, and having that episode sit like about halfway, three quarters of the way in makes the ending not as jarring because Mando is a father whose son was taken from him. Yeah. And, um, and that's where the threat to Moth Gideon comes from, where he's like, no, I'm this, this guy thinks that he, his desire for power and everything is going to outweigh my, my, my love for this, um, this little guy, this little eggy. Yep. <laughs> and, and it's not, um, and, and it's those emotional attachments that um, Star Wars tends to do really well is where they they put love at odds with power and what happens. And it's really in the duels, that's what's really being, being fought, which one will win in the end. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think um, Pedro, it, you know, we... we always talk about whether it's him or if it's a body double, you know, use whatever he's does have a mask on. Yeah. With, you know, with the episode uh, a few weeks ago with when we did see Ahsoka and he felt that he was going to go get taken off and um, train with the Jedi, but yeah. And how he uses body language to, to convey those feelings of fatherhood and, and bonding with, with Gragu, uh, Grogu. But this particular episode, yeah, we 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 do we we get the 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 maskless Dinjarin, and it was I mean this Pedro played that so well that that scene with this mm -hmm. like the because he, he 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 that the the struggle of like okay I've got this code that I always have to follow as far as you know, keeping my hood my 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 helmet on. 
but then also whenever he is like looking at the screen and, and, and knowing that he's going to have to scan the Imperial network, which by the way, they they need to like up their security protocols. <laughs> Cause yeah. I mean, I mean really pothole, but anyway, um, that being said, uh, but the way he just conveyed that, you know, the, the look on his face and, and the, really building up the tension in, in, in that that scene uh was was really well conveyed and i mean that was with because really that was really the highlight in in the real emotional core of the episode as as you noted that he really did um and it really really did you know dip, dealt with that struggle and it really and also the, the it, it pulled in some of the conversations that he and um mayfield had when they're driving the, tra- the, the transport, uh, especially about the choice between the rebellion and the empire, and who, you know, basically they are just basically the same people, you know, because they are in- invaders on these people's land, whatever, in this particular planet, that matter which side you're on. But then, whenever you, you carry it forward, and they're sitting there with with Hess, the the imperial officer, Joe Chill. Um, he he um that that speech that mayfield has about the empire and the rebellion being one of the same and then uh whenever he is like trying to bail mando out of this conversation because old brown eyes here just can't like bluff his way through because he's just feeling so uncomfortable because of what's what's transpired it you know the, the moral relativism that he was trying to convey earlier is completely like you know he's like he 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 does make a choice because the incident that he brings up is one that is with the operation uh, cinder was basically the emperor's burn it all down because the empires cannot survive without me being around and that was done after uh, return of the jedi so that was that was one of those things where again the, the faceless normally the faceless mandalorian now he does have a face and dealing with all these issues of you know breaking the code and trying to get baby yoda back and you know dealing with mayfield and mayfield like realizing that hey you know the empire really is evil next there's no like you can't do this false equivalency between the rebellion and the empire the, the empire really is a bad bad organization and, and Mayfield making that choice whenever he was in, in that mess all, uh, which was another, those were the good emotional beats about this episode that I thought really um, made it, uh, I mean, it wasn't like the best episode of the season, but it definitely had its moments that, uh, that were definitely memorable. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, retrospectively, there are those key moments um, especially when there there's the dialogue about the the gray area between the rebellion and the empire, the new republic and the empire, mm-hmm. um, and the effect it has on people of these different planets. One thing I will also add is how many planets do we visit where Mando says there's nothing on that planet. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> he says that about every single one. And then that just means leads me to thinking, Manda, you act like you go to these very highly populated planets and we've never seen you. <laughs> Exactly. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I guess you're. I guess a, as a bounty hunter, I guess he's he's hanging out too long. He's been hanging out in the outer rim too long. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I, I want. I want an episode where where they go. We have to go here, and he says, "Oh, I've been there." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to go there. It's too, <laughs> it's too popular. We can't go to Coruscant. It's just too many too people much there. Oh man, yeah, that's that's our very quick rehash of the Mandalorian because we do have massive, massive Marvel news to get to, and and it's what I personally have just been waiting for. Um, kick it off, Feige announced and gave us a second trailer for Wandavision, which we will be getting on January fifteenth. The second trailer. It's just it just furthers my excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, this really is the kickoff of this next phase. Um, so maybe all of the rearrangements of the what was previously planned is actually going to work in its favor. Um, mm-hmm. For all I know, I I just I want to see this Marvel version of Pleasant View Ville come to life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I I am you know whenever the series was first announced, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm not so sure about this, but I'm actually I am looking forward to this one now too. I think the uh, the the score that they had in the trailer, they they dream believer, and and just kind of twisting it a little bit, and and just the visuals and the story, and and clearly the getting into. You know, I am thinking more and more now that you know this that that this vision that vision is isn't still indeed dead, and this is Wanda go mad, and and her getting right will you know will will happen through the tie-ins to Doctor Strange two and and other stories uh, in this interconnected universe. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, and then um, only two months later. We will get Falcon Winter Soldier in March, and we got the first full trailer um, of it. And I, I have to say, and it was just because in comparison to some of the other trailers, um, this was more of a teaser mm-hmm. because you didn't get as much story or visual spectacular, even though there is a very long, very, very long Falcon sequence where you just think to yourself, is that where all the money went? <laughs> <That> <laughs> yeah, looked really. real good. <laughs> very like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but you, they, the structure, the the trailer itself, the structure of it. Um, they start off the shield, the legacy of Captain America. It's being passed on. All signs point to Sam. And, um, but, but then there's a lot of espionage going on. Um, there's a lot of havoc and there, we don't really understand what mission they are on. Um, and what really, 
which which I thought we'd get more of in the trailer, if I'm being honest. Um, but we only got really one or two scenes where it was just them being buddy yeah. adult couple. Yeah, <laughs> on, yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. Uh, that 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 did strike me with, with the trailer because I I was expecting more of that that buddy cop kind of but you know that rapport that we that was developed in, in the films. Uh, but they they really held. I think they held back on that uh, in the trailer, but because it, it, you're right, it was it was a serviceable trailer. It didn't blow me away, but um, it, it yeah. I mean, I, I think. It, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to this series. I mean, the, the Falcon Winter Soldier in, in the cinematic universe. I mean, I I, I like those characters. They're they're, they're uh, in some ways for me like like a lot like Hawkeye and Black Widow, <laughs> where, um, you know, it, it. I think the Winter Soldier line really plays well off of Captain America, Steve Rogers. So uh, it'll be interesting to me to see how they play it now with with Sam and 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 Bucky. So um, and I think they did hold back on some of those aspects of their the the the, the buddy rapport that we that we saw in, in the films. Yeah, because at this point they're best friends in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see them always get interviewed together. Yeah. Yeah. Always, um, they have nicknames for each other and everything. It's adorable, yeah. so yeah. adorable. Um, but again, it's really hard when they also drop a trailer for Loki. Yeah, which I had very low expectations. I got it confused with What If. So in my mind, it was going to be animated, and then I watched the trailer, and I'm like, that was not animated. Nope. Um, <laughs> And we're going to get into May, and this trailer is, it's just a fabulous fucking trailer. There are images Mm -hmm. that stick in your mind, a clear image of Black Widow, and wherever she is now, um, it makes you want to go back and rewatch Endgame, which is a beautiful thing, and it just... It is like, I kept thinking about, and now I'm blanking on the name of that show, that miniseries um, that Sam Esmail did that we were talking about with um, Julia Roberts. Oh, uh, uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. There's a weird mix. There's some definite Homecoming vibes because Loki finds himself in this place, the TVA, Mm -hmm. I believe, with Owen Wilson Clearly something else is going on. They need to utilize him for some reason. And and so he gets put on this kind of covert secret mission. And I just, this really blew my mind. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I was like you. I did not know what to anticipate for a, a, a Loki series. But yeah, this, this trailer just... Wow, I uh, yeah. One, I, I, I didn't know, I didn't know Owen Wilson was in it. When I right. missed that, yeah. Uh, for one, but two, just I mean, there's so many. It's you know, so apparently it's going to be an epic, you know, 
like a, a crime thriller, this mm-hmm. I think is how Feige uh, described it during the investor meeting. And and so, you know, of course, you had those beats from Endgame. You had the the, the DB Cooper kind of moment where he is like, where, where Loki is on the plane. Apparently, Hemdall yeah. is going to be back because he, you know, we because in that moment he. He mentions that and also mentions his brother. I mean, he mentions Thor. So, I mean, will we get a Chris Hemsworth cameo at some point? I mean, I mean, the, 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 it's, it's so, like, many places where this, this story can go. And I really don't know much. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I've been, don't know hardly anything about this TVA. And I think, you know, I don't think many, haven't seen many fans on, on the net mention, you know, haven't provided any details about it either. But it, it's just... It, again, it just shows the, the, the this this just shows the the brilliance of Kevin Feige and the vision and the big plan that you have for overseeing a a, a interconnected cinematic and now streaming universe, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 utilizing these characters literally like I mean we're gonna get Marvel. My only concern is we'll get Marvel fatigue because we're just getting this content one after another. I mean, this is going to be also during the same month that Black Widow comes out in the theater. Maybe also premium on Disney Plus too, and depending on where things are with the pandemic. And so, will we get you know will we get too much of, of a good thing at one point? Um. Well, we went. We're just getting out of a drought. Yeah. The Marvel drought. And so they're turning on the faucet and we're going to get just a fire host. Yeah. Um, of course. Um, I, don't, I don't know. You're probably right. But I like it. I like it too. I mean, I, I'm just worried at, at some point. I mean, more excited. Yeah. I mean, will we end up with the Thor Dark World you know, with all these things coming out? <laughs> well, you know. You feel like I've already seen Black Widow um, just because of how many yeah. times they were airing the trailer right up until they delayed it. Yeah. Um, and that trailer is very long and pretty extensive. And so mash it up with a few others. And I think we got movie in, in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I, the next, the, the first half of, of 2021 looks marvelous it does it does so i'm so good. i see what you do with there and, i saw what you did there and i love it <laughs> and it's just and then, then it just gets we just get a little bit more you know they they change it up on us where we get an onslaught of all of these shows that we've been promised for more than a year and then they they have a we have a summer we have we get a little treat with what if um mm-hmm. Which, that was yeah, that one was one I when I went when it was announced at Comic Con, I guess in 2019, I was excited for it. But then when I saw the trailer this week and at the uh, at the with the uh, investor last week, I just that's that's the, of of the things that are as far as like ranking order pecking order of things coming to come, uh, that's definitely in my top five as far as um, as far as the upcoming Marvel slate. It's not in my top five. I, I don't even know if I'll watch it, but um, what, what did 
was like a little emotional punch is when he heard Chadwick's voice. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Still have T'Challa, which was also announced um, that they are preparing Black Panther 2 for July 22, and they will not be recasting Chadwick um, for in that movie. So we the mantle will be picked up by someone else. Right, right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it will be picked up by someone else. I guess. I guess Feige said that they will be exploring the world of Wakanda through the eyes of the other characters. So, you know, obviously that's a smart thing to do. I think just uh, one honoring Chadwick's legacy, but also just not putting any kind of impossible burden on any actor who will be recast to play T'Challa. Yeah, yeah, I, it's way too soon. Way, yeah. way too soon yeah. for that. We'll get it eventually, but. Not right now, and we don't need it. We got all of these other characters, yeah, it, including new characters yeah. like Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, which surprisingly is one of the few. <laughs> <laughs> they did not get any cases or anything. They were on lockdown, and they got it done. They did, and which means we just get it early, and we get it in July of next year. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. I saw that they had finished production. Uh, just, I think about a, what two about maybe a week or two weeks ago, and yeah, they are they they did get that film done, and this is one I don't know that much about, so I'm 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 very curious, and it'll be uh, it'll be one of those situations where uh, you know I'll, I'll be going in with a blank slate, and I'm looking forward. to Actually, it's nice to be able to do that with 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 this this well established universe. Well, it's it's good because in the first half of next year we get a lot of the familiars. Yeah. We get a lot of the the old guard and their stories. And then we get um we get Shang Chi, we get What If, and then we get the Eternals in November. Mm-hmm. Um which which is for me an, another um part where I'm like, I, I don't I know Angelina's in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, Angelina's in this. I'm Hayek. Uh, you know they got a lot of people. <laughs> got a lot of people. It's a huge cast. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely another. You know, it's another uh, blind spot for me for as far as my my Marvel comic knowledge. So again, it, uh, that's uh, well, I, yeah, I won't be able to be like a lot of fans and quibble about things because I'll just be like, well, I'm just going to sit here and have a popcorn and enjoy this thing. <laughs> yeah, I. Which which is what we need. We yeah. this is a very transitional moment for Marvel, mm-hmm. um, and and it's been delayed a year, and yeah. so they they really do need to. And they they've already done this over the past decade, but they are. It's about expanding the universe while allowing everyone to stay connected um, because we're attached to mm-hmm. characters we've known for more than a decade and um right on that note also later in um 2021 we will be getting hawkeye on disney plus and um Haley steinfeld has been confirmed because you know this the set photos weren't enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> this enough which which leads us right into 2022 March. We will be getting Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yep. 
there's some madness. Um, Rachel McAdams will be there. So will Elizabeth Olsen because she's going to be bad. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And of course, Spider-Man 3 ties into it. And WandaVision has been confirmed to tie into it. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is just. This is one. This is, I guess, I, you know, I, as far as Doctor Strange, I didn't. It wasn't my, one of my favorite films in the MCU, but uh, but I, I will say that uh, I, the character grew through Infinity Wars and Endgame. The character grew on me um, from from those two films. So now I'm kind of like, you know, maybe I should go back and and revisit revisit Doctor Strange and and maybe I'll have a different a better appreciation for it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I still don't feel like I've even seen Doctor Strange. I put it on one night. I I don't feel like I can call that I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> um but I did create a um connection with him during Infinity War and mm-hmm. Endgame mainly infinity war because he was like really not in Endgame, but he was, but he really wasn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we're getting that in March. We already talked about black Panther two, captain Marvel two, November of 2022 guardians of the galaxy holiday. Yeah. Well, don't don't sit past captain marvel too fast because there is another show that will be tied into it as well miss marvel right um that actually is also coming out later this year because we did see set photos we did see set photos of it being filmed Um, and it's also very notable for just representation you know not only uh on the screen but also you know miss marvel was the first uh pakistani Mm -hmm. Muslim uh, lead character for the comic book, and so, uh, and of course, as far as you know, on the creative side, as far as on the, the TV show, they're they're also it's very, very broad and very diverse uh, as well. But uh, but also, you know, back in getting back in universe uh, again, this definitely, I think, this shows you know is also tied into uh, you know Captain Marvel two, and I think also with some of the other. Uh, upcoming films as well maybe doctor strange also so i mean there's a lot of again it's just this interconnected universe that you know it's almost like you you almost have to watch these properties in order to be completely uh spun up on on what's going on with 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 these stories with these characters yeah definitely um Kamala Khan. Yep. yep. We will be getting her in yep. late 2021. And then we will be getting a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that will be filmed while they are filming the fourth, third, fourth, third and a half, third, third. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. 33, and a third, 33 and a third. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like <laughs> Infinity War was pretty much Guardians of Galaxy Part 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like maybe two um, Guardians of the Galaxy two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Thor four just continues to expand its cast um, as Christian Bale is set to play Gormingat, the God Butcher. Yep. God Butcher. Uh, yep. Um, that's never a bad casting call. Get yep. Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. He can't screw that up, right? Can't screw up at all. This, this, you know, and plus, you know, we'll hopefully we'll get some great outtakes of him, like you know, melting down on set too. 
Tatiana Mezla, blah, blah. We've been going this too long. Tatiana was confirmed for She-Hulk. Yep, yep. And also also Tim Roth uh, and Mark Ruffalo will also be in it. And I guess they're tying back to, I guess Tim Roth's character was uh, the abomination in the first Incredible Hulk film. Yeah. So that I think everybody forgets is part of the MCU, but it is. Uh, Not the one with Eric Bana, but the one with um, Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so, so I guess it's a, I guess it's described as a comedy, comedy drama. So, uh, you so, say that with like such trepidation. It's yeah, like, well, you know, I, it's it's one of those things that I think that's what that's how it was described. But until we see it, you know, we, we will, uh, you know, we just sort of go with what they said during the investor meeting. So, well, what was not said during the investor meeting, but has been speculated upon, is that She-Hulk could also be another way where we get um, Daredevil back. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm, true. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe Jessica Jones. But anyway, yeah. um, I, I'd be very interested if they do that um, because I love myself some Charlie Cox. And in other news, uh, Dominique Thorne is set to star in Ironheart. Yeah. Which which again, as they're making all these announcements, um, the shows and and the movies are are so interconnected. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. And by by the fifth time, Feige feels the need to say, and just so you know, not only is this a new show and a new character, but you will have seen them in some of our other films before. So I'm just like, oh, okay, all okay. right. Overwhelmed. 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 Yeah. This is another, yeah, this is another groundbreaking character though. I guess she's, uh, uh, basically is, you know, in the Iron Man universe and she, uh, is, you know, creates uh, suits of armor too. And, and so again, it's like I said, it is getting overwhelming the number, sheer number of characters that they are, they are, they are creating, but, uh, to keep up with so yeah it's just i mean they they also got armor wars um with don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. They, they announced secret invasion with samuel l jackson and ben mendelson and yep. Talos, which i did pop in captain marvel a few nights ago yeah. i didn't watch like I, I watched a good half of it mm-hmm. but the, don't sleep on talos a great little character. Great yes. little character. So cute. Um, we got an I Am Groot series. Don't forget Moon Knight is coming. Blade is coming. And also, and also, the rumors are true. Fantastic Four is for sure coming. Yep. Please let it be John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Please let it be. John. Please, please, please. And, and another interesting thing too, you know, with going back to Moon Knight real fast, because you know, a few weeks ago it was stated that um, uh, Oscar Isaac was going to be 
Cass yep. is the lead in, in Moon Knight, but they didn't they didn't say anything about that during the event this week. This past I know, week. I was shocked. Yeah, so I wonder if they're still trying to to work out the terms of of his appearance in the show. Completely, completely. Do yeah. not forget, this is the same studio who did not announce Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange during the Civil War press conference True. because. They were in still in negotiations, even though everyone knew he was cast. Yeah. Um, same thing with Tatiana. Everyone yeah. knew that, yeah. but apparently <laughs> the contracts weren't signed. So yeah. I'm sure that's all it was. And also, they, they, they should do these things every few months. <laughs> they should. <laughs> yeah, they should, totally should. They totally should. Because, I mean, it's just like, yeah. Uh, basically now, all of, you know, the Warner Brothers thing is just like you know the story is not about all these great films coming out it's about how they pissed off christopher nolan and villeneuve and everyone else it's not about the content anymore it's about how water is fucked up <laughs> and then here we are you know everything about the the disney investor is like all oh, this awesome content is coming this way and, and and across so many various platforms with with from disney yeah WB, I don't know if they fucked up. They made a choice. They're sticking with their choice, yeah. and they pissed off a lot of creators. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they did. Yeah. What, what do you mean? I said, I don't think they fucked up. I'm just saying that's, that's the conversations. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the conversations that are being had now. Right, yeah. right. Well, by the creators, um, yeah. which, which makes sense. If, yeah. if I had produced a movie that they ended up dropping when it should have been released in theaters, I, I would be pissed off as well. But yeah. it is the world we live in right now. Exactly. Um, and Disney, meanwhile, is just like, oh, I see what move you made. Yep. <laughs> just with these other people, though. So bye-bye. <laughs> um, I just... Again, they didn't give us what we wanted. We all talked about how we would want them to do what WB did. They didn't do that. However, there was an emphasis on Disney Plus. Yeah. So, no, we may not be getting these movies on Disney Plus, but the yeah. TV shows, which from what they showed, the production value is pretty close to a full Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have totally. plenty of those on Disney yeah. Plus. No paywall. Yeah. No paywall. Exactly. Exactly. And, and and also, I mean, I, you know, I I still think that they Disney's flex. They they will be flexible enough if if they you know if things are at a place that they will they they could do a split thing like they did with Mulan. I mean, I know they they did announce this with the with the investor meeting that uh, the the Reina, uh, the, the upcoming film with uh, Kelly Marie Tran is going to be a dual release in theaters and on Disney Plus Premium, like they did Mulan. Uh, so they're, they, you know, so they 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 won't they haven't completely shut the door on that. But I think, um, but at least with the Marvel tentpole franchise, they uh, it, I, it was now I'm back in the camp of it would surprise me if they put Black Widow on streaming and theaters in in May. I think. They they will just roll with it and 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 in theaters and and unless things are just really on fire and they just just they just can't um, yeah. yeah but yeah and then of course there were just just a real quick just 
a few other little notes before we before we finish up. I saw they also announced the, the Willow, as far as uh, update from Lucasfilm, and of course the biggie, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, another one with Harrison Ford, I guess, uh, which will be starting filming. I think I saw they'll be starting filming this spring uh, for for that film, and then on uh, FX uh, for a lot of genre fans. Uh, it's going to be an Alien series. Uh, I guess Noah, Noah Hawley will be uh, behind that uh, with Ridley Scott. So, I mean, it's just, it's just. I mean, we could go on and on with this, all the announcements that they uh, they dropped during the investor meeting. Will I will mute my mic so quick? Yeah. If you I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I am not. Trust me, I am not. I am not going to do so. I, those are just some of the other notable ones that. Uh, that uh, I noted, and then also just one last thing. I guess Disney Plus is going up a dollar, <laughs> but you know, scandalous. Yeah, a whole yeah, dollar. <laughs> All this great content, over a hundred titles released. I mean, hell, I could. Yeah, yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, yeah. Thursday was a big day. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am so excited for 2021, and. As early as January. Yes, yes. So, so close. Yes. It's so close. It's so close. So, so looking so, forward to talking with it, talking about it all with you next year. And trust me, people who are listening, we will try to talk about just as much as we can, but we will be picking our favorites. Yep. <laughs> Lines will be drawn. Yep. <laughs> Some shows not going to give as much spotlight and attention to (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well if you if you've learned anything about us over the last year we're flexible so we will make we yeah (laughs) we're very flexible yeah but when when people have okay episodes and then we just we jump on the ones that have really good episodes so (laughs) and they didn't talk at all if these series I mean, we can only assume they're week to week because Mandalorian is, but we don't know, right? Oh, oh the, uh, they're all going to be like spread out. They're not going to do the Netflix model. Okay. Yeah. Good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Great for us for content, but also bad that you can't like blow through it in a weekend. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Or a weekend. laughs> well, I'm just thinking about how many different shows we'll be playing at once, Will, that we want to cover. Anyway, anyway, more on that. That's a 2021 problem, not a yeah. bad thing we had it, it, this year. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> will, why don't you tell all of our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us, on, friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. But most importantly, rate, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>